0: I'm I'm here with the fabulous, awesome, and wonderful, lovely Ashley um, for our fourth episode. What an introduction! I love being on this podcast with you, Bridget. Hello. All those words are true. And last week we were chatting about um, exam strategy, and Mm. I just loved all the top tips you brought. I really enjoyed all the things you were thinking about. Um, You're full of great advice, Ashley. So thanks so much for sharing um how are you today are you doing well yeah i'm doing okay thank you how are you yeah good um just yeah enjoy the fact that it's we've got sun here i don't know if it's sunny in glasgow i'm in aberdeen sunny in aberdeen is it sunny in glasgow it's not sunny but it is warm Uh, is it ever sunny in glasgow sometimes (laughs) aberdeen is sunny but it's always cold like always cold okay Anyway, that's not going to help us with what we're talking about today, but there's <laughs> weather update. <laughs> um, Guys, this is our last episode in this little short series we've done on dealing with stress around exams. Um, and today I'm really keen to unpack a conversation with you, Ashley, around pressure, dealing mm-hmm. with the pressure around us and where that takes us, um, the impact it has on us, um, and maybe how to deal with it differently if we're finding it hard. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it'd be great to hear from you, like in your life up till now, like what's been your genuine or general kind of experience of dealing with pressure? Like has it been positive? Has that been a hard journey for you? Like what would you say?
1: Yeah, I feel like I have that with a lot of pressure. I feel like especially in kind of high school, even into uni and now again me going back to uni. Um I felt a lot of pressure from myself. I don't really feel like it comes from anywhere else but myself. Um, Yeah, just feeling that I have to do the best, be the best, um, have top marks. If not, I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, that means that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, Mm. you know, whatever. I'm tying it all up in these Exams that test you in one particular way, which is really like memorization, really. Um, so yeah, I feel like pressure has been a huge one, and I feel like I'm I'm starting to learn to kind of take that off um, a little bit. But it's it's a juggle. It's
0: so centric to our society to be the best. It's, it's hard, so weird, isn't it? Like I think mm. I totally relate, and I feel like I think I'm getting better. Mm. So I feel like the issues with pressure. They just maybe change, but they're always there. Yeah, they change. That's what it is. Yeah. The topics or the area or the issue changes. Mm-hmm. It's still there. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's not this series, but the next series we're gonna do at Diamonds. Um, we're gonna be thinking a little bit about like how do we how do we respond to the dream we have? whether we feel like we've got one or whether we feel like we don't there's Mm. so much pressure to have a dream to know what you want to do to go conquer the world um and so if you don't know those things you don't have answer those questions you're like oh I can't be doing well I must be feeling or if you're like this is exactly what I want to do then it's like whoa I have to get there and if I can't or I don't or not in the way I think I will then what do I do with that like Mm. um so I relate to this so much I relate
1: to all of those things (laughs) (laughs)
0: like and I think that's kind of where we're going. So today's episode, we're not going to unpack like the fullness of that topic, but we're going to pave the way for it, so you guys can tune in in August and um, hear us chat about a bit more about that. But I wanted to open up the conversation about dealing with the pressure of like your future dream. You know, what is the dream? Like, where does that come from? um Is that coming from you? Is it coming from your family? Is it coming from your school? Is it coming from society? Um. I know certainly for the stuff that I wanted to do when I was finishing school, that came from me. Mm-hmm. Didn't That's come true. from family. But then that was hard too, because then family had an opinion about my dream. Oh, yeah. And so like I probably felt like I was on my own with my dream. Mm-hmm. And I felt the pressure of like, Bridget's got to be a success. And if she's not, then what are all my family going to say? They're going to be like, oh, I told you so. Or, you know. Oh. So, but how about you, though? When you finished school, like, what was... Did you feel like you had a dream of what you wanted to do? Did you feel there was pressure around that?
1: Oh, I had a dream for sure. <laughs> I So I left in fifth year and went straight to university because um, I was so determined in my dream um, to be a fashion designer, if anyone wants to know. That was my dream. I was gonna design wedding dresses, I was gonna be rich and famous and love in New York. That was the plan. Um, and that fully came from me. That didn't come from anyone else, that was from me. Um, and that's not what happened in my life. I actually didn't finish that degree. Um, and yeah, there was definitely this expectation, especially of all my friends at high school, of oh, I Ashley's pursuing this dream. And then like I left and I was like, I felt like I'd let everybody down um that I left um that course and didn't finish it and went on to do something else. And yeah, I definitely relate to having a dream and then not knowing what you want to do and trying to figure that out. Um so yeah I've been all over the place with many different dreams at many different times. I don't think there's just one dream
0: anymore. It can be many things. And I do think but isn't that part of the pressure? Yeah it is. Yeah. I feel like it's part of some of the pressure that we experience as women. Yeah. We now should have equal rights. Our life should be equal. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like with that has come this idea of we've got to be everything for everybody all the time. Yes. So... Um. No matter what you want, society says you know you've got to have the family, you've got to have the friends, you've got to have the successful career, but you want to do enough charity work, and you've got to have a family, and that family has to look like A, B, C, D, and your body has to look like this, and like you need to have this going on in your life, and this needs to be your house, and and before you know it, like it's a huge pressure. Yeah, I'm exhausted
1: hearing all that,
0: and it's all it's all true. Those pressures are
1: absolutely on us, and I feel like it's even harder as women because I feel like we have this time scale of oh you absolutely must have children and you must have children at that point in your life and you have to plan your career around that and like I remember being at school and like friends who maybe wanted to be doctors were like okay well I'll graduate at this age and then I'll I'll be a doctor by this point and then by that point I will probably need to have children and I was like hold on we're 16 <laughs> and um, yeah it's it's hard
0: definitely. it's big and I think The reality is the pressure doesn't go away, but I think Mm -hmm. our ability to deal with it and to navigate it can change. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we let in to our, I guess, our sphere around us to pressurize us and what we don't, I think, is a really important conversation. Um, And this is such a big topic. So guys, we're not going to unpack all the stuff we're talking about because there's so much in there. You know, there's stuff around like dealing with the loss of the Mm -hmm. dream, like grief, like dealing with disappointment. You know, things like, you know, I was 100% convinced I was going to marry some worship youth pastor was Irish <laughs> with freckles and red hair. Generally, that was my dream. I love this dream that you had. That's so funny. Um, it is, but I think it also makes me a bit sad when I think about it, because I actually thought all those things were the really most important things. Mm, yeah. And I realised that actually none of those things make a happy marriage. None of those things make a happy relationship. Mm. They're all quite superficial things. And actually... I wish someone had sat me down and said well if you've got a dream to be with somebody what's their character what's their ambitions who do yeah. they want to be? like you know mm-hmm. um, so we're going to cover that in the next series but um, <laughs> I think just starting the conversation today is like having this idea of being aware of the pressures around us yeah and knowing maybe where they come from um And so, like, you know, when you have that under pressure, where did that come from and how did you respond? So I wonder for you, Ashley, if you can name some places that you think we might experience some pressure from and maybe maybe some of the messages from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like
1: one big one where we can feel pressure from is family and parents. Um, You know, I think that a lot of the time parents maybe don't mean to put pressure on, but they want the best for us. And um, not that I felt that way for my parents but I wanted to impress them I wanted to make them happy and proud and not that they weren't but you know it's it's not these things are not rational are they but yeah so I think family's a big one I think that um, school when you're at school the schools are always pushing for top grades because they want all their students to get top grades so I I really felt the pressure from teachers that we had to do really well or they were going to be disappointed in us Um, Uh, yeah oh but I think the biggest one for me is myself Mm. um
0: yeah I don't know if you have some other ones Bridget no I think our. I would relate to that Mm -hmm. and I think the self pressure comes from feeling like you've got to prove something Mm -hmm. or um yeah, you've got to prove something or your worth or your worthwhileness, which is not a word, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It comes from what you achieve, what people say about you, which ultimately is like rooted in insecurity, isn't it?
1: Obviously, yeah. You're right.
0: Not feeling, um, so I think that's a big thing. I also feel like I've got such a love-hate relationship with social media. I think, you know, social media can be used really well. Mm-hmm i think as a rule of thumb like we just spend our whole times comparing the worst parts of our minds, the worst parts of our lives with the best parts of other people and we can't measure the impact of that it's just a pressure the whole time
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so you know if you're thinking of make about something random like i don't know i want to become a fitness instructor so you might start following lots of people on instagram who are fitness instructors but you're following people who've got a five-year business and so before you even started you're like oh well i'm not like them i don't have their you know their body or I don't have their experience or I don't have their clients or I don't have their following I mean before you even started yeah you have all these reasons why you can't do something as opposed to if you'd followed somebody who was in the same place as you you might have encouraged each other do you know so I feel like there's such a culture in that I mean that's maybe a silly example but even take your example of being a fashion designer mm-hmm. you know, like I guess if I was plan do you need to do that like I might follow certain fashion blogs mm-hmm. I might follow certain people doing that um, and I think it's just being aware I'm not saying don't do those things or don't follow those people but it's the, what's the message it's giving you yeah, like, it what's, it make any like yeah. what's the takeaway so like mm-hmm. make it about like my life for a minute and um, I you know we recently planted a church and I recognized I was following churches locally who were doing amazing stuff the issue was with me, not them. And I was like, oh, but they've got this going on. Yeah. They, they looked like they had more people at that event. And yeah. I was like, who cares? Like, their situation's got nothing to do with me. And I was yeah. all this energy mm-hmm. comparing myself is the curse of comparison. And I think it creates oh, realizing. Um, and I think, unfortunately, celebrity culture doesn't help. No. Um, and I wanna I wanna talk about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> not gonna repeat what she said because I don't think I'd be allowed to repeat it on the podcast. But she basically told people to get off their their bottoms and mm-hmm. work hard and to use yeah. other words. Um, and like I would probably be somebody who prides myself on having a hard work ethic. I think that's not a bad thing. But she basically was insinuating that everybody who hasn't done well is because they haven't gotten up and worked hard.
1: Yeah, and, or um, that working hard is valued in money.
0: Money, or it looks like a certain thing, and it looks like her lifestyle, and looks like her makeup brands, and looks like her skimmed clothing, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and...
1: But also, you can work from your bum. I work sitting down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Can you imagine having, like, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I just think... Do you know what? I've got no idea what it's like to be Kim Kardashian. I imagine the pressure that she experiences. Most oh, my goodness, yes. Insane. I probably yes. can't begin to imagine. So I'm not here like wanting to bad mouth or anything like that. I think I'm just saying that we have this culture where we, we absorb this stuff and we don't always filter it. Mm-hmm. And it creates this pressure of comparison. And I think that's one of the biggest things that leads to us feeling like we're not good enough or feeling we have to prove ourselves, which is the whole conversation around dealing with under pressure. I don't know if you'd agree or your comments on social media stuff, but I think that's something that I've certainly seen.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. And someone else... (laughs) And I'm sure we all know said um, that we all have the same 24 hours in the day and I feel like that's unhelpful because it doesn't take a lot of things into consideration and um, like health or um, like your lifestyle or maybe you have to do many different things um, or yeah or maybe working one day then you have to take the next day off yeah. you know there's lots encapsulated in that and to actually sometimes we work in different ways than others like back to earlier and I was saying maybe your friend is studying three units in one day and you're just doing one but you've really taken in that one and maybe their three units has gone right out of their head you know it's yeah we just we just can't it's hard it's hard because the pressure is all around us but um Yeah, I think the first step is being aware of these things and being aware of the pressure on you, being curious and being like, I'm
0: feeling this way, why am I feeling this
1: way and what can I do about it?
0: Yeah, or what's the impact of what I'm letting myself be subject to on me? So like take the Mm 24-hour day thing, Um, if I'm comparing myself to somebody who I look up to potentially, Mm -hmm celebrity on instagram might be whoever and they're accomplishing xyz in their day and mm-hmm. i've worked really really hard but i've accomplished x do you know what? if i hadn't compared myself to them i might have actually been able to go do you know what Bridget? you managed to do that one thing today and you'd be white yeah. forever but instead yeah. because i'm comparing myself and i'm measuring myself against somebody else's success rate Mm-hmm. even though I'm not able to see how they managed to do it or who they had supporting them, I didn't get to see their day. I didn't get to see mm-hmm. their life. I've just made an assumption based on what I saw on something, a post on social media. Mm-hmm. I totally like signed myself up to be a total failure. Yeah. yeah. So I do feel like awareness is so important, but also being aware in that of what's the impact on me? Like where am I starting? And so I think as we think about just rounding up today's episode, we can't control what Kim Kardashian puts on social media. I can't control what my friends put on social media, but I can control what I let myself be subject to. And I can be aware of the impact of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so like knowing, knowing that I think helps. And I think it helps us also then go, well, how do we respond? And so I think we've got kind of two things we want to share today as we wrap up. And I think the first thing I wanted to share was, is learning to play to your strengths. Yeah. So if you're somebody who is not particularly task orientated and goes from one thing to the other because that's how your brain works, which is a beautiful thing, but you're sitting there comparing yourself to somebody who is task orientated, who creates their to-do list and does A, B, C, D really easily and quickly, then you're going to set yourself up as a failure straight away because you're like, I'm not like them. I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think it's going back to what you said last week, Ashley, like play to your strengths, know what you're good at, and there's something about mm-hmm. accepting ourselves for who we are. Oh, isn't that a beautiful thing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still working on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but play to your strengths. Mm-hmm. So actually, I'm not, I am quite task orientated in some ways, but I find it hard to do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. My brain has always got different tabs open. And so I've learned that that's a strength of mine. So yeah. for to work well, I have a couple of things I do at the same time. For instance... I find it helpful to write down goals and work out how I'm going to get them. But that doesn't mean that's the right way. It's just the way I work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you might be different, Ashley. I don't know if you're thinking about playing to your strengths. Like, how you, if you wanted to achieve something or do something, like, what would it look like for you to play to your strengths?
1: For me, it's breaking it down into small little things of what I can do. So, if I have a big task, maybe the first step is writing down everything I need to do for it, do I need to email someone, do I need to phone someone, which I don't like doing, (laughs) like what do I need to do first and when is it manageable to do Um, because sometimes I will just leave all the things I don't have brain capacity for to Saturday and then I'm like do you know what I will think about all of those things on that day because I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with them but then writing them in a wee list I can tick off, I love to tick a wee
0: list. I love that and so that's what our biggest thing is like start being aware and think about playing to your strengths
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you've got a bible passage for us we're going to finish with this thank you um are you up for reading it for us
1: yes yeah, so it's Romans 5 verses 3 to 4 and it says not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces
0: hope I love that passage, but I also find it really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. And <laughs> um, it's not saying that you should just suck it up when something's rubbish and difficult. Like, I think that's important that we clarify that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's saying to us that actually, in the very things that we find hard and the things that are difficult, actually, sometimes that's a very good place for us to be as long as we're coping and we're doing okay. Yeah. But, that actually God uses those places to shape us and help us. I think it's because it also pulls out our stuff, doesn't it? It does. When I want to see a dream and I'm struggling with it, what happens? I start doubting myself and I have an opportunity in that then to think about, well, why might you doubt yourself? Where does that come from, Bridget? Here's an opportunity to find some healing. I think that's the kind of thing, like that's what grows your character, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I do think we live in a society that the minute time, every time something's difficult, we kind of are... Trained to like remove difficult things from our lives the whole time, as opposed to going, Oh, why did I find that person difficult? Or why did I find that pressure hard? Like, what does that say about me, and why is that there, if you know what I mean? Um, but mm-hmm. so I think that's why it talks about character, and I think that's also why God would view that as a hopeful situation because it means that I can learn to love myself more like God does, mm. yeah.
1: Um, again another beautiful thing if we saw that in ourselves like that would be amazing yeah Yeah. i think um in these kind of challenging times like exams we we can also really see what we're made of as well like are we like have we really persevered then like well done us like let's Mm -hmm. let's honor that um thank god that he's given us that um but then also like if we realise we're really not good at studying a certain way, thank God for that as well. Like because God will use the way that He's created your
0: amazing mind in many beautiful ways.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that makes me think of something that someone said to me once. I might have been a therapist, probably was, because it's a good thing that we said. And it's like learning to be curiously kind to yourself. Mm. So maybe when something crops up or you, I don't know, snap under pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done that most days. Um, <laughs> instead of being like, oh my word, I'm such a terrible person. I shouldn't have responded like that. I'm not saying that it was okay that I did, but like I totally beat myself about it or like I must be such a rubbish friend. I forgot my best friend's birthday or, or I don't know, whatever it is, you know, the narrative that you tell yourself mm-hmm. as opposed to like, you know, criticizing ourselves. I wonder if we could learn to be curiously kind. So, you know, thinking about this snapping under pressure, being like, why did I snap under pressure today? Like, was there something that happened that I wasn't aware of that actually impacted me more? Or maybe actually I'm not coping as well as I want to. And maybe I'm finding that hard. And maybe actually I'd rather ignore that than accept that. And what does it tell me about pressure Pressure. myself? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so that's what we mean by being curiously kind. And I think it is a starting point. Um, and you know, maybe when someone else isn't coping well, maybe being curiously kind to them and going, do you know what? It's not like my best friend to, I don't know, send me a message like that or respond that way. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're okay. As opposed to being like, you did this, you did this, you know? Um, and isn't that such a case with like around exams, we're all not our best are we
1: oh yeah we're not our best we're stressed it's not personal when our friends lash out on us in those situations you know or we lash out on other people and um, I definitely know that when I have assignments due and I'm working on essays I am not my loveliest most patient self to my husband um and he very graciously understands that he's very very curiously kind um but yeah, I think it's it's important to remember that we're all under pressure in lots of ways, mm. and yeah, to just be loving to the people around us um, for the pressure that's on their, them and the pressure that's on us.
0: Yeah, for sure, and not feeling like you gotta do the process perfectly. Mm. I mean, I think that's such. I'm perfectionist, and I think I'm learning to unperfectionist myself. Ooh teach me <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, but I think that being kind is helpful in that and going hey do you know what Bridget you got through that or do you know what I know that you did your best yeah maybe not as high a degree or as high a standard as you wanted mm-hmm. you completed it or do you know what you gave it a go or you actually got through that well done
1: yeah
0: you know because the best
1: is all that we our best is all that we can do And sometimes we don't have capacity to do our best. Mm -hmm. And just what we can do is enough.
0: So true. Well, I feel like that's a good place to end. I've loved doing this series with you, Ashley. Um, I am as well. (laughs) We really hope that it's been a space where there's maybe been some things shared that are helpful and encouraging. Um, And if you take anything away from dealing with pressure, I think we want you to know that we think you're amazing. Yes. (laughs) Um, Play to your strengths. Remember that the tough stuff God brings good things from and in all the tough stuff there's always an opportunity for us to learn more about who God's created us to be and the more we're able to accept that the better we're able to deal with things like other people's opinions or the pressures around us. Um, And I don't know the challenge, the challenge I'm leaving us with is when you're really tempted to give yourself really bad negative talk or you're really tempted to slander yourself or maybe just be like for goodness sake I can't believe that person did this or whatever it is my challenge is step back and go I wonder why that was harder or I wonder why like the curiously kind Mm -hmm. um just helps you maybe look at it in a different angle yeah I love that Well, um, until next time guys we hope you have an amazing summer and um, we'll be back with a new series um, at the end of the summer holidays I think actually unpacking some of this stuff like so how do we deal with a dream the Mm whole thing for the future and obviously in August we get exam results (laughs) Um, and so that can be great but it also Mm -hmm. can be really hard and so we're going to be unpacking some of the stuff of dealing with that and I'm looking forward to it I am too brilliant. Well, until then, Ashley, I hope you have an amazing summer holidays and we'll speak to you soon. Thank, Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.